Hello and welcome to another New Dogma <laughs> audio situation experience. Fuck it. It's a podcast. We discussed this last week. I don't have to like it, but those are the bare facts. Yep. Sam, you admit the truth. Yes. Uh, it is a virtual loggers with Lenny today. Uh, strap on your VR headsets, your metaverse, uh, Oculus, uh, all of the things that you do to prepare yourself to be in virtual reality. Um, maybe go watch an episode of Reboot, whatever it takes, really. Go dig uh, your virtual boy out of storage. That's right. I got some Mario tennis to play. Uh, we are strewn across this great, uh, this great land we call America. Uh, Eric Leonard joins us tonight, um, play, playing uh, Beach Bunny down in Florida. Getting getting burnt to a crisp. So nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Back to my tomato virtue. <laughs> this dude is so is living the beach life so much. He's got a shirt with a palm tree on it. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice weather down here. Just just relax and uh, some some good rest. Uh, what's the weather like out there? It's it was a rough one today. It was like seventy four and cloudy. So Oof. most of the most of the family around the area they had their you know their big jackets and pants on. <laughs> I was in shorts, of course. Yeah. Us uh, Midwesterners know how to do do Florida. That's right. We have respect. I I am out in uh Emeryville, California right now. I'm in the Bay Area for work uh through through Saturday around lunchtime. Today was a uh, a balmy 57 degrees and sunny. Uh, and I say that while Grant and Mitch were both. Uh, in Madison, where it was 33 and snowing, it snowed for most of the day. I took my I took my trash bins back in like uh, hour and a half ago, and there's like a there's like an inch of snow in them. I'm like, oh, this is great. So, like, I'm that. definitely an asshole for being in California, but Eric's like, he's got it made in the shade with lemonade. I, I can't see the problem for me is, is that I can't, I can't even like get on your guys's case about it since I'm going to be leaving in a couple of weeks to, for, for sunnier locales as well. So oh, it's so on Grant to complain here. I was going to say, so Grant's making a move here shortly too, then. No, don't see it happening boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always next year, right? Probably not. <laughs> uh, New dog mazine donation drive to get Grant a proper vacation. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Let's get it going. We are uh, uh, speaking of donation drives, Mitch. Uh, we discussed a donation drive the last time we saw each other um, for you to get a tattoo of the Netherlands on your ass. Yes. Well, I don't, you just see, I'm just going to stop it here. Here's <laughs> all I'm going to say is that you send me a link and you send me a dollar amount and that is fine. That is how we can proceed these things. I know Grant will say the exact same thing when I say we support this. <laughs> There's no questions asked. 
Yeah, I was uh, I was informed of this on Saturday, and uh, I was all for it. Uh, you know, even despite the loss to the Netherlands that day, um, I was all about Mitch getting a tattoo of the Netherlands flag on his ass. You could probably a- you could probably guess who came up with uh, with that idea. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. It was Chris. It's he. That's Chris takes all my ideas from me. Okay, that's fair. Mitch, I I don't want I don't want this. I don't want. I don't this want this either. I did. It was not my it. idea. The people need it. Everyone mm-hmm. needs it in their life. Yeah, something to look forward to, right? Yeah. If it's not Eric Leonard's uh, beach vacation slash wedding <laughs> extravaganza, it's Mitch getting a tattoo of the Netherlands flag on his on his butt cheek. Which is arguably more, you know, important. <laughs> do any of you have tattoos on your butt? I do I not. I don't have a tattoo, period. I do not yet. Uh, I do not as it either, Andrew. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You well, like I how I added to... yet? I added yet just for, like, the viewers just to kind of send them off and the listeners to send them off all over the place. Yeah. When you say when you say things like that, it's gonna make people be like, ah, yeah, you know what I feel like doing today? I feel like I I feel like pulling out Photoshop and making a making a an image today. Please do that of Mitch and his eventual Netherlands flag (laughs) tattoo. This is why there are no video there are no pictures of me and my backside on the internet. That you know because I knew this was coming. Yes, there it is. That you know of. That's fair. Speaking of uh, flag tattoos on butts, let's talk real quick about this World Cup final panel at the Forward Club after the World Cup final. Uh, on what? What is it? The 18th? That's a Sunday. Who plans a cup final on a Sunday? Who are these people? They're always French. on Sunday, man. I know, but it's bullshit. <laughs> Fair. It's soccer's Super Bowl. But it's always it on Sunday. So. They're just missing the commercials. They need to like start having stoppages every 10 minutes for <laughs> just the craziest commercials. That's see, that's how you that's how you level it up in the eyes of the American public. See, and that's and that's the thing, and I can I can be okay with saying this for the last two weeks. My, I've been sitting on the couch watching every game. I have no problem admitting that as a failure to society. Maybe I'm not a failure because I want to watch soccer. With that being said, we now have two days coming up where there is no soccer. No kids in school can watch. There's nothing. That means everyone has to do what they're supposed to do on a normal on a normal basis for the next forty eight hours. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what does Eric Leonard do when he's stuck down in Florida with nothing to do but hang out with his fiance? The only thing that a man can do, and that is start to stencil what Mitch is getting as a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew you were an artist, but I thought it was limited to the musical arts. <laughs> it was, but there's always time, my friend. There's always <laughs> And it's true. Okay, so some details on this World Cup final panel. I will be there. Uh, it's at the Four Club at Bree Stevens. Uh, it's at 11.30 to 1 p.m. You know, I don't know who to talk to about maybe not planning the event right after the biggest soccer match in the world 
every four years. Um, but I hope people are so sober enough to have an intelligent discussion and Q&A about <clears throat> human rights atrocities in Qatar. <laughs> but again, I'll be there. It should be great. Let's all get angry and sad together and then do something uh, constructive about it. Yes. So to give you some my, uh, some info, um, we have panelists uh, from the Outreach Community Center in Madison and the Madison Transgender Association leadership team, James Van Abel. All joking aside, like this panel that, that's been put together is, is pretty outstanding. And if you can make it down to watch the match, and even if you don't want to watch the match at the Forward Club, come out for this, thing, uh, this panel. We've also got Sarah McKinnon, who is from the UW... University of Wisconsin Human Rights Program will be speaking about migrant workers in Qatar or Qatar and could also touch on uh, LGBTQI issues. Um, so some really good uh, sort of uh, social justice minds uh, talking about some of the more what's being construed as political issues around the World Cup being in Qatar this year. Um, it's a lot of gnarly stuff going on with it. Uh, so if you are a soccer fan who's largely just been watching the World Cup and trying to enjoy it, despite knowing where it's being held and despite all of the stuff that's going on around it, um, please make it out to that panel so you can actually have a, a, a an informed, intelligent discussion about it um, and maybe wait to start getting your drinks in until the panel starts. Because I'm pretty sure I've never been to a human rights panel discussion where there's been a bar. So that'll be cool. Mm. Maybe more honesty from people. That's true. You know, Eric, you're always looking for that silver lining. And that's what I like about you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Andrew. That is kind of you. <laughs> I wish that was the case. Uh, anyway, Eric. Let's talk about Florida. What have you been up to down there? Oh, man, uh, a lot of uh, just like last little minute details. We went to the the venue um, a couple of days ago um, just to check it out and figure some things out. So looks nice. Looks like things are starting to come together on that front, which is good. Um, Carly's been working a lot and I've just been um, trying to rest my body and um, relax a little bit from season. Um, it's been fun to have this World Cup going on, though, just seeing a lot of my my favorite players. I'd, I'd be curious to know, you know, even for the listeners. And here's my here's my test for them. They had a, um, a quiz online and it was showing the national teams and it was how uh, or I'm sorry, it was showing English premier teams. And it was saying, can you guess the amount of players that they have on their team that represent a country? So it was like Manchester, Manchester City, I think, had the most. They're at like they had 13 or 14 players. And then they went to, from United to Arsenal to Tottenham and they went through all the teams. And it was like I took out a sheet of paper and was like writing down the players I knew that were and to what um, international team they belonged to. It was really fun. Um, I only got them for like a couple of the top teams, but that's my that's my quiz for for everyone. See how far you can see how many people you know. There's a lot, a lot more than I thought. A so, lot of MLS guys too. Yeah. 
So you're watching a lot of soccer. You've been soaking up the sunshine down there too, yeah? Mm-hmm. Soaking up the sunshine. Um, my parents are supposed to get down here soon. So we, uh, they're, they're beach, beach dwellers. And I'm talking about like 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. beach people. Obviously, I can't do that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have skin. Um, so, I'll, I, you know, it's more of a, a quick pool day in the shade yeah. with SPF 100-some block and then, you know, hang hang back out at the place. But, no, for, it's been good. For those of you who haven't seen Eric before, he could, if they rebooted the movie Powder, he could oh, be a stand-in. That uh, is crazy. <laughs> but also very accurate. Very. We are, I'm trying not to get that sunburned this time, even though if you guys could see the Zoom call, I'm pretty <laughs> <laughs> at least you're not like glowing white like i am yeah. right now so that is yeah does carly tan more than me yes more. yeah she's she seems like she's pretty fair too yeah she she is she definitely is but she can she can get tan quicker than me like there's just no there is no tan for me there that word doesn't exist in my vocab it's just it's mm-hmm. zero to burnt so fun stuff Sure, that's how you are too, Mitch, with that yeah. the palace. Yeah, my my buddy, I'm gonna be staying with. Uh, he's like, oh, we're gonna get you tan while you're down here. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not happening, buddy. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what what's there to do down there besides watch watch soccer and get bright crispy red on the beach? Um. So I'm, I actually love playing games and it's, it's kind of a nerdy thing, but we all got our own nerdy thing. I don't think I've ever talked about this before, but I'm a big, um, Catan player. I love playing Catan. I love strategizing games, anything like that. Like a lot of my friends don't, won't play with me just cause I kind of get too competitive, but I mean, sometimes I'll just make Carly and I'll play, um, either just with her. We'll play a game called five crowns. It's a card game that my grandma taught me. Just, I love doing stuff like that. Um, been reading a couple books. I just got into like this murder mystery series. I feel like a like a seventy five year old, you know, lady just sitting reading a book. That's that's me. That's that's speaking, what. Speaking of, speaking of reading, have you read this GBA mindset book? No, but I've heard it's pretty good. You know what yeah, I mean? It's pretty okay. It's decent. It's like a it's like a four out of ten. You know what I mean? Oh, there well, it is. I'd say a three. Oh, it's a three out of ten. <laughs> No, it's just a three. It's just a three. It's just a three. He's being literal and just saying, I think it's a three. (laughs) It's just a three. That was a sight gag. You know what I mean? Yeah. For for the listeners, that was a sight gag from Mitch. Uh, I was completely lost on Eric. It was pretty great. It's pretty great. And there's me explaining the joke. So we've come full circle. There we are. Folks, you're welcome. What would you do without us? Well, I don't know. Probably listen to, to something it. else. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a lot of gameplay. Are you a what's what's the first strategy game you ever played? For me, it was Stratego. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, I remember that game. Um, also, uh, Battleship. You ever play that one? That's an mm-hmm. that's an oldie one. You you know, really? Are you talking Rangus. about? You're talking about the the game that was based on the the blockbuster film Battleship? No, no, some some other one. Okay, you, you probably right. have heard of. Um, yeah. 
I'm talking your Unos, your uh, yes, risk. Grant said risk. That is a incredible game. Underrated, I will see, say. I so see you keep naming this stuff, and I'm like looking up in my in my uh, in my closet, and I've got Stratego in there. I've got uh, I've got I think I have Catan in there, and I've got Risk in there. So yeah, such such great game. <laughs> Eric, do you play chess too? I love chess. Oh, I love chess. No one ever plays with me though. I I'll play Eric, my. I'll life. play in chess. I'll play in chess. All right. I, I ran I ran a uh, I, I ran a chess tournament for streamers back like okay. was about two a little over two years ago. Okay, let's get it. A little chess tournament. Yeah, I we could that. we could we could do a chess tournament with some forward guys if you wanted to do that. Okay. Maybe our are searching for Bobby Fisher, searching for Eric Leonard. <laughs> we can call it that. Last Have time you, I played that chess. That was great. <laughs> last time I played chess was against Brandon Eaton. And just <laughs> so it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> that was a, a, a pretty funny game. It was I had about seven pieces left, and Brandon had his king, and he was just taking his time deciding what he wanted to do. <laughs> There's nowhere he could go. Um excellent. Well, interesting. So we've covered Florida. Florida is doing Florida things. Sounds like what what do you do when your parents show up? So like you're you're actually pretty good friends with your parents, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, like I'm, they don't show up and you're like, all right, Carly, put the drugs away. Talk, put everything <laughs> in the closet. No. Yeah. No, we're 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 really close. I mean, we do everything together. Most of the times, I mean, we end up um like we'll go to the beach together, but a lot of the times I'm trying to be, um, you know, cognizant just because Carly is working. So like going to the beach, going to the pool when she has to work is kind of, you know, more or less a bit shitty. So I'm trying to be, you know, in that in between, um, just relaxing with them, just more, I just getting to spend time with them. It's so funny. We're close. I'm in Madison there in Chicago, but you know, for, for people who have kids, it's one of those things like when you get to actually spend time with them in person, it's a lot different. So it's nice Grant, to be here. Grant, you Eric, this is why you're, you're so much of a better person than me. Because if I was you, dude, like I would be like, I mean, oh, you're at, you got to work. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out of your hair. <laughs> I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the bar. You know, I'm gonna go to the, to the to the hotel bar and go watch soccer and neck pints for the next two hours, two and a half hours, three hours. You know, yeah. and then I see, and then you just you bring up lunch, right? And then that gives you the permission to go down and watch the next game. Sure, but that's the difference. That's intelligence, and I'm just not there yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I it comes the time, I guess. Yeah, it comes the time. I need to learn. Wisdom comes with age, as they say. <laughs> and with, yes, 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 <clears throat> yes. Um, <clears throat> brilliant. All right. So we've covered the, the length and breadth of Florida. There's basically, if I'm thinking Florida, I'm thinking beach time, watching soccer, I'm playing strategy games and hanging out with my parents. That's basically it. Basically it, yeah. Um, I will say I've been. Um, you mentioned okay, so you mentioned earlier that you had to have two of your groomsmen had to pull out. Oh man, this has just been yeah. 
Uh, so one of them has to uh, get surgery on his ankle and can no longer stand at the wedding. Um, so that's, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> so you're like, if you can't stand no. physically with me. Thanks for that, Bill. Come on. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, another guy, um, actually Noah. Everybody knows Noah. We love Noah. Noah, Noah Fusan. Yeah. Uh, you know, with just report dates for um, his team and stuff like that. We just, we weren't sure. So are all the MLS t- two teams like reporting super early? I think it's, I think just like every year, every MLS team, I think it's different. I, yeah. I, I think it's every MLS team has their own report date. Um, I so. suppose when you're an MLS next champion, you got to get started earlier. I guess right. so. Because because I'm sure a lot of those guys actually have a chance at the senior team. Sure. So and yeah, they're uh you know, their season starts in February. So yeah, you're you're doing tryouts or practices starting in January for sure. Yep. Exactly. Well, you know, you you, you do know that you know, one call that's all it takes uh to get some stand-ins for these groomsmen of yours. I'm just saying, oh. Eric. I was wondering where you're going with that, but you know what? Well. Just oh. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch is pointing away. Yeah, Mitch. I already have. I already have plans. So I already have plans for every weekend while I'm in Florida. So I don't yeah. think that's that's happening. great. They can be canceled, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. Technically, yes. Wanted to to check the priority yeah. levels, right? Right. I'm just saying in general. I actually, you know what? First, those are the, you're the first two people to, to say that. So thank you. I, I haven't had anyone say that yet. <laughs> I wish I was trying to say that to be nice, but I'm really just saying it because Grant looks sexy as shit in a suit. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> He's going to be taken home every, every 40 something aged uh lady at that wedding oh i i I wouldn't i wouldn't disagree all it takes is not even three moves on the dance floor and yeah he doesn't (laughs) even have to do any like that's literally a three moves that's it just like that yeah (laughs) it's like a it's like he does some kind of weird magical incantation and like voodoo rites and they're all just following him to some Uber somewhere. See, that's the type of life. You know what I mean, Andrew? It's just, we weren't, I'm sorry, I won't say we. I just, it's, I wasn't blessed with those qualities. It was, it was the blue collar life to, to, I had to put in work. I had to persuade Carly that like I was more attractive than I am. You know, I, had to, I had to persuade her like, hey, I'm not all this, but I can be this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to, you had Maybe to that's work. where I'm going wrong. Yeah. You had to work really hard to keep. Uh... <laughs> and when she said no, I had to tell her, no, you're wrong. You need to give me yeah. another chance. It was just yeah. constant circle. You had to work really hard to keep Ryan Coulter's face away from anywhere near her line of sight. You see, what's funny is like, hey, Eric, so I'm, I'm leaving to go. I'm leaving Madison to go somewhere else. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm going to miss you. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Good looking man. Oh, the best. Which, by the way, we're working on a feature for the next print version of the magazine, which 
will have some some AI art in it. Um, I'm just going to put it this way. Ryan Coulter, when you use a reference photo of him with any of the AI art generators, he always looks sexy every yeah. time. Doesn't matter what sort of style you put him in. Do, do you guys know that my sister has a like a card like a printout card of him in his jersey that's hung up in her room i did not know that oh yeah it's it's guys it's national it's nationalized everyone thinks it he at the the player going away thing in in 2019 um he refused to sign anything for me except he gave me one of his trading cards that they made that year just with an XO on it that's it another like, sight gag Eric literally just about <laughs> spit out yeah his, I'm jealous I just I'm, I'm upset yeah I was like can you sign this pair of keeper gloves for me and he's like no but here's this <laughs> I have it I have it uh, at work on my desk. So I look at it from time to time and just see that that hug and that kiss. And I'm like, oh, that's what keeps me going. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Ryan, today was a tough day, but I'll get through it. <laughs> uh, all right. We've talked about Florida. We've talked about international relations with the Irish. Uh, let's get into the World Cup so far. Uh, since last time we spoke, the USA crashed out. Yep. Anything to say about that at all? I mean, um, if you know, if you know LVG, you know how he likes to play the the uh, defensive trap. So he likes to let you have the possession and make the mistakes. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. Um, I figured that the United States would get a shot early. And if they took advantage of it, they would have a chance. Um, they did. Right. I mean, you know, almost right away with, with cool sick right away. Um, and uh, didn't take advantage of it. Um, but, you know, that's a well-honed squad. Um, but considering that a lot of people didn't think that uh, the United States would make it out of the group to get out of the group, to get around the 16. Um, I think, I think it's a plus. I think it's a young squad, uh, get them some, um, some experience, but you feel bad for guys like Tim Ream, who is probably his last chance, but you know, he had a great world cup. Uh, arguably was the MVP of the team. So, um, but yeah, overall good run. I'm happy with it. I, I agree with you about Tim Ream. I felt like that game against the Netherlands, like he showed the best of his qualities. Yeah, he was great. And, you know, I feel like to a degree without, without wanting to like villainize or really call, call attention or fault to certain players, like, I don't. Th- I I don't think he was culpable for any of the goals. Um, I I agree. Seriously, I agree. One hundred percent. 
I thought he I thought he was our best defender. And I, I will be honest with you off that point. I think that and I, I, I do have a lot of respect for Zimmerman. I really do. But that first game got in his head and you could just tell the confidence levels from him were gone. His range of passing, his mistakes, his in that game, he sat so far back in the first half. I was screaming at the television because yeah. Tim was looking behind, like, where, where, where am I supposed to pass it to? I just felt like that alone. How do you come off a game where you win against Iran with a guy like Carter Vickers, who is aggressive, who's younger, and who knows how to step and use his body? And he is like not cocky, but he's confident. How do you not play him again? Yeah. How do you not play yeah, him? Yeah, I thought, I thought Berhalter made a misstep by going back to Zimmerman. I thought CCV was oh who he should have stayed with. And so. That's nothing against him <laughs> because I like him. I'm just saying if you're going to. Follow how things go and do these like. I'm not a huge Walker Zimmerman fan. Oh, so are I, you I mean, okay. No, I, I, I think he's. I think he he performed. I, I, to be fair, I think Walker Zimmerman performed amazingly well the past two and a half seasons, both club wise and in the yes. international <laughs> stage. So to to get the look that he did, um, I still don't think he should have been playing as much as he was. I mean, if you're asking me if I have a center back who's starting for Celtic or a center back who's starting for Nashville, I'm probably going to go with the guy who's starting for Celtic. That's just me. But Especially when you hear the whole old saying, if something's working, you know, don't right. change. Like whole- you said, like he played really well in the game against Iran. And so why would you go back? And, you know, um, that was, you know, just speaking on – to which, to your point, that was an egregious penalty that he gave up to Wales. It was a horrible penalty that he gave up. Right. Um, so, not the best tournament for Walker Zimmerman, but he he'll be he'll be there in 2026. So, um, I'm glad he got some experience. I'll I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Agreed. Um. <clears throat> I, f- I felt too like did, did you feel like uh Clint Dempsey's comments about Tyler Adams not tracking back were fair or unfair I, I mean I thought they were somewhat unfair because um Tyler was having to cover ground and he I mean and I think he wasn't tracking back because it kind of goes into what Eric was saying is that I think he was expecting that Zimmerman was going to be stepping up. And so because he wasn't, you know, because he wasn't stepping up. um, Yeah. So he may not have been tracking back, but it's like by doing that, you're kind of like, I think he was trying like as the captain, I think he was trying to get Zimmerman out of his head and get him to like, say like, come on, you, you got like, I, we need you to step, come on and, step up and get the, instead he kept playing back like Eric yeah, you can't saying. bail a guy out completely all the time you know you, right right sometimes but, you just gotta let guys make mistakes it's tough though when you're doing that when it's a world cup knockout game yeah. that's at stake because and, he did it one time and they scored on it and, the, so. and that's the thing though right you look at someone like tyler adams who ran the most miles in that up to that up to that group stage out of any player 
And yet you're like, okay, is it his guy tracking back? Yeah. So as a soccer player, like, yeah, you know what, that's your guy. But at what point is someone else on the team going to step up and cover his ass when he has covered all of ours for every other play? You know yeah, what I mean? I just, feel like, I just feel like as a defensive mid, like you guys know that position is tough. And you, and you you see where he ends up. You don't get a lot of praise in that position. It's, it's all about Pulisic. It's all about, you know, Gio. Well, I mean, you would think that like that would be where McKinney would come in. Because, yeah. you know, um, Adams had been covering for McKinney numerous times throughout the tournament um, as McKinney was coming back from an injury and looked like somebody who had been coming back from an injury. Um, so there was numerous times that, you know, Adams had covered for him. So you would hope that, that there'd be times that, you know, McKinney would return the favor. But, you know, again, when you have a guy who um, is returning from injury and is not as fit, um, but, but Grant, it goes back to exactly what you said. The first, the first, what you said, the first sentence, you knew that we were going to have chances. And if we yeah. didn't put the chances and that is, and I don't want to say this, I'm so proud of our, our U S team, et cetera, but Pulisic had another chance first five, 10, 15 minutes of the game. And, and I feel like that is the story with the U S we never put away our first chances and they always come back to haunt us. They that always- was, well, I mean, that was the, that was the question going into the tournament. Who, where the goal, where were the goals going to come from? One you know, shot the, this game, two shots this game. Zero you know, shots. The, the striker, um, the striker quandary was never solved. Uh, Aji Wright was not the answer. Aji Wright missed an absolute sitter and then bailed himself out with the luckiest goal I've seen since that, what a, what a, what a, since that Canada player saved a ball <laughs> off of the line and it curved in. Well, he bails himself out with a worldie. <laughs> there, if he did, if he did that same, if he tried that same thing a thousand more times, he wouldn't hit it again. Yeah. I think, like I said on Saturday, um, Eric, I had a friend text me after that happened. He goes, "That play was the equivalent of Willie Mays Hayes going, oops, you know, with you know, yeah. and then." Yeah. You know, and, you know, and then getting, you know, a bunt base hit for his first hit. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Without wanting to beat it to death too much, um, U.S. crash out to the Nolans, who now has to play Croatia. Who is it? Argentina. 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 Brazil's playing Croatia. Netherlands are stuck with a very on-form Argentina um, though I still maintain that Argentina is forever going to be an underperforming national team. Um, some surprises today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morocco down Spain uh, yeah. in a penalty shootout, and Portugal thrashes Switzerland six to one. Well, I saw something uh, individual on the bench. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that next. But first of all, for the Morocco, like, yo, they look good. They looked good. They looked like a team that could not be broken down. I'm telling you, the way one of those guys defended, you got some PSG guys on that team. They're they're quality guys. Right. I saw a stat stat recently, but after the game, um, that was like, Morocco has not allowed an opposing player to put the ball in their net. What, including PKs. The only goal they gave up was an own goal. goal. Yeah. They're undefeated so far in the tournament, yeah? 
Who do who yeah. do they play going into this next game? Who do they play? So they, they play, play Portugal. Portugal. Okay. Oh, that. Oh my God, that'll be a good game. So an incredibly on fire team against a team that's incredibly difficult to break down. The the classic uh, unstoppable force versus unmovable, unmovable object. objects. Yeah. Which takes us to our next question: What is everyone's thoughts about the man himself, Ronaldo, not playing today? Love it. Good. Yeah. I mean, did he deserve to? I mean, continue to sit. I mean, obviously, his team's more dangerous without him. So imagine being Ramos, though, for a second, right? You're on the bench basically your whole life in the international. He's young. He's 21, right? He's played, like they said, like 28 minutes in the entire World Cup. And then coach says, all right, Ronaldo, you're not starting. So Ramos gets one chance. In his head, he's like, well, I've got nothing to lose because after this game, I'm going back on the bench. It's Cristiano right. Ronaldo. The guy comes on and scores a hat trick, gets his new signature, boom, 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 the gun, you know, the gun shooting thing. And now now he's created a name for himself just by that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, his, you know, name I think is, part- his name is Goncalo. Goncalo. So Goncalo. Gon, yeah, come on. The guy... I have never seen a player get this high of a FOTMA rating, rating ever. He had a what? nine. He had a nine point eight. Wow. Nine point wow. eight rating. He had an assist in three goals, and he only played seventy four minutes. <laughs> I did all right today, I guess. I just. The decent night at the office, I guess. Yeah. I, I like Ronaldo and you you have to respect him for what he's done, but like even watching him when he came in, his body language when he didn't get the ball was just like arms up in the air, like the dude, that's him. That's he's always been like that. I mean, the biggest thing about Ronaldo is that like every free kick or whatever, he takes the free kick and then he biffs it like 90 plus percent of the time. It just makes me think of this year in Madison. like like and you have you have to wonder you have to wonder at some point where it's like, yeah, they are a more dangerous team with him on the bench because those are your biggest chance, you know, some of your biggest chances are on free kicks and he's taking them and sending them into the stands. It's oh. one of those things where it's there's almost a sad element to it because I don't I think it's obvious to everybody but him mm-hmm. that he's that he's washed i don't even know that he's washed i think this is karma grant i, I mean think, I, like, I, I don't, man i don't know dude like i've watched a lot of, of his games and you watch him now he's not the same guy he's i just mean this not. is what happens i mean they've always touted him as the hard worker versus messing right talented. Right. And, and hard work that. can take you far, but it can break you down. I mean, um, and and it, and it is not unheard of um, to just, you know, get to a point and it, you just kind of fall off a cliff and like the talent level just goes and it just drops. And and the thing is, is that especially in a sport like 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 soccer, where everything is just you know, fractions of seconds and milliseconds and a quick this and this, you know, you lose any of that. And he's had some injuries. I mean, he's he's had injuries. He's 37. He's 37. And like, you're not supposed to be playing at a high level at 37. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I think this is, I think this is the beginning. What we're seeing is literally the beginning of the end and a guy that just can't accept yeah. that this is the beginning of the end. Right. Uh, is Michael Jordan trying to play baseball and then join the PGA tour? See, I, I mean, and even that, <laughs> like, I think this is more of like, I think this is more of like, uh, um, Joan Namath going to the Rams. Ah, uh, yeah. You, you know, Brett Favre going to the Jets. Yeah. Brett Favre to the Jets. Yeah. That, this is that kind of can't let go. Um, don't want to let go, but you know, still or some of those guys who they just try so hard and they like try to come back through the minors or whatever. Carlos Zambrano playing for the Chicago dogs out in Schaumburg, that kind of level. Well, I mean, he just wanted to be close to the Ikea there. That's fair. And that's fair. And being you on know, a team called the Chicago Dogs. Yeah. Here's, I just want to add that to their resume. Yeah. Everyone was saying that, you know, Ronaldo's going to end up, you know, playing in the MLS. Mm-hmm. He's not going to end up in the MLS because he's not going to come to the U.S. because of. Yeah, because he can't. He's I heard that this. that got dropped, but I mean, yeah. who knows? But he, still, right? he, hush money, okay? Hush money. I, just, I saw but, something that was linking him to a club in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. See, for two hundred million a year. Yeah, so, take that money. That's, that's two hundred million. Very good reasons Eric, to go to Saudi 200 Arabia. Two hundred million but a year. Here's, here's my thing, though, with with this whole thing, right? Like, I agree. He's getting to that point. Blah 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 blah. But for me, the difference between like you look at someone like him, in my opinion, as a fan who's followed him, you can visibly see the difference. He's thirty-seven, and yet the way he, the way he's just. It's all about him now, the media, all these things. Now, look at the counterpart, Pepe. Look at someone like Pepe. He's 39 years old. The man was not supposed to start in the World Cup, but Daniil got injured. He's now captaining the team. He scored a goal today. He's 39. No one talks about him. No one talks about him at all. He just is in the back and he does his job. The man's 39 years old. And I was watching him today for a while. The stuff he does, it's, it's still like he's he's 18. He's blocking, he's sliding, he's he's tackling. I yeah. mean, if you're going to keep playing and then you're going to fall off a level, that's one of the reasons why I like being a defender. Because a, a, as a forward, you get noticed quickly as soon as you stop scoring goals. Man, I will have gray hair tomorrow and I will be bald tomorrow. But whether I'm 28 or I'm 40, I'm still going to be side tackling with a bald, bald tomorrow. What? Listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, dude, you are now. That's like... a, I'll be happy. Imagine co ed two knee braces, DW40 oiling up my knee braces. <laughs> I just feel like, so, as you know, Eric, um, it's funny you say that because so I played, you know, um, I played pretty competitively all the way up until I was about um, 35, 36, 37. And I knew it was time to give it up because I'd always played up front. I was a kind of a, I was always kind of like a center attacking midfielder and um, like a false nine. I would mm-hmm. play there. Um, as I found myself, play, you know, I was left footed as I found myself continually playing left back. <laughs> I, just falling back, back yeah I, I knew <laughs> i i knew um it it it, it may be time to consider um hanging up the cleats 
But isn't and that so, the truth though? You get noted as that because that's the pivotal position. Like on a team, if you're not scoring goals, people who are they blaming? They're blaming you. And right. I just you know for the like, old guy. Yeah, they always blame the old guy, Eric. Yeah, no, but no, I understand what you're saying, Eric. It's uh, but like, he's but like that's the thing. It's like you know, you, you know, you still got that good left foot, and they got to put you somewhere. And left back, I could still make the run every once in a while and whip the cross in and do all that kind of stuff, and still take corners like I always did. And yeah, exactly. Know, but, and listen, Pepe may have five teeth, but he's still going to go through a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. So you toss him on your roster, but Ronaldo, oh, he's, he's not scoring. He's out of it. I guarantee Ronaldo is five times better technically everything than Pepe, but you know, Pepe. That's, somebody asked me like, somebody asked me this question. I thought it was a great question. Is Cristiano Ronaldo one of the 10 best players in the world right now? Right now? Oh. If no. he was, he'd be starting. No. Like, like that person was saying yes and absolutely i'm like no i'm like i can name i can name three on england's team right now that are better that are is, better is he one of the best to ever play yes is yes. he one of the best right now no, no. that's no. like saying is pep is is uh is pele one of the best but, right now but that's the thing people try and take that those things and change it's like we're not taking it away from that he's still one of the best players to ever play it's just right now. he is he isn't anymore no so yeah. Wow. Whew, got a little. That was good. Got. We got a lot of mileage out of that one. Got your. Uh, got. Got. We got uh, Eric's blood pressure up. I, I'm a, so. Just so you guys know, I he's, am a. Messy he's turning guy. a little bit redder. You can tell. I, I am a. Me- I, I am a messy guy. I. I agree with you, Andrew. Um, nowhere near their potential, unfortunately. But somehow, Messi, unlike Ronaldo, keeps dragging that team through him and getting results, which is what I did that at Barca for years. Exactly. And that's what I love about Messi so much. I, the ability. Yeah. We don't even need to talk about him that much, but my point is, is that like, yeah, they're, I don't think they'll be able to beat Brazil. I don't, if they win this next game, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's beating Brazil. Exactly. <laughs> but, the way Brazil's playing. No way. But I want him to win because that will make him go down as, you know, on paper, the best player in history to win all of those things. That's what would be, would, you know, make me so happy for him, but I don't see it happening. I mean, He's, I think he's got to win or else, like, he's, 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 he's never, he's never, he's never going to pass the, pass, pass, uh, Maradona in the eyes of the Argentinian people if he doesn't win this game. Yeah. Which stinks because he has more bound doors, all those things, Champions League, La Liga's, but it is what it Look, is. That- hey, I'll, I'll say this. I'm, I'm not trying to like, I feel like a, the, the most perfect soccer player ever also needs to be a close to perfect leader when it comes to their team and inspire greatness out of players maybe that aren't at their level. And I'm not saying that he's not trying to do that, but he hasn't been able to do it. Um, it's not like he's had a bunch of fucking hacks playing with him either. Are, are you yeah. talking about Ronaldo? I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about Messi. Messi, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's had some really good players playing with him too, like Di Maria yeah. and and Dybala, Alvarez, and, you know, and, Alvarez and uh, is right now. Alvarez. I mean, and all the Higuains, and you know, uh, you know, you can go down the line. He's had some really, really good talent playing with him. That's so, the difference. That's the difference. I feel like Eric Lamella. 
Yeah, I mean, bet- between a Messi and a Maradona, Maradona had that ability to he, – he just had that charisma that, like, Messi I don't think has. Yeah. And I, it, was the, it was the blow. But, <laughs> but, but you have to admit – you have to admit the only thing I'll say, not to defend Messi, but the only thing – Soccer has continued to progress. It has yeah. continued to get even more competitive and people are more skilled technically, tactically, that I do think that like in terms of level, I think Messi is at a higher level than Maradona. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, if you dropped current Messi back, it, you know, back with Maradona, he'd blow him out of the water. I do too, water. but I agree with you, Andrew. The, the charisma, the leadership, the aspect that, you know, my country, not just about me, can you imagine think- like this this generation's messy high on cocaine in the 70s? Woo! Woo! Holy cow. Wow. It just yeah. he, I'm just saying, all I can think of is from maybe hit the world from, hit the world from 45. You know, just tossing them up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. phenomenal. Like let's let it let Mitch, you're 100 percent right. That's that's R9 right there. I think what Mitch is is alluding to as well is something we've seen in the tournament, especially with teams like Morocco and others getting through, is that the world is catching up. You're seeing yeah. you're seeing it in you've seen it in basketball already. Um, for a long time in basketball, it was the United States, Russia, um, Spain, and usually one of like the the Slavic countries. Yep. Um, but now you've got you can just look at the make the makeup of the NBA, even the best players in the NBA are foreign players. Oh yeah. Um, or at least a vast majority of them are. And so the bet the number one ranked team in the world is not the United States, it's, it's Spain. Um so the rest of the world is kind of caught up in terms of basketball. I think you're seeing the same thing in terms of soccer. Um, for a long time, you had your Germany, your England, your France, your Brazil, your you know Netherlands that were always you know dominant. We, I said, think that, you're, we said that a couple of weeks ago, Rand, right? With Saudi Arabia yeah. showing up and shocking some teams. Exactly, too, like. and I think you're seeing that the rest of the world is catching up, and that you know it's not this thing where you have to go to like one of these countries in order to become a really great player. You can develop your talent in your country. And I think it's because a lot of the countries we're speaking of are spending money to develop their talent in their country um, and build and build soccer programs and become dedicated to it. And so um, it's interesting. Parity is a good thing. I've always believed that parity in sports is a good thing. And so I think it's both well for the future. If you know who's going to win every year, why watch? Yeah. Yeah. Which Which was part of the issue in the Premier League for years. Right, you had your big four. You you knew it was every year it was going to be one of the big four. Oh yeah, uh, and that's what it was, and that's what it, so that's what you're watching. That's what made that run with Leicester City so fun. Yeah, Leicester broke it. Was that was the fact that like that this team was coming out and everybody was cheering for them. You, you know, it's like you know, unless you were a team, unless you were a fan of like one of the one of the, the big four or five teams, that's who you were cheering for to win it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to my Chelsea sporting friends, but like that year, having Claudio win the league while Josie's Chelsea almost got relegated was so fucking delicious. Yeah, amazing. That that was probably one of my favorite seasons of Premier League soccer ever. Yeah. So, 
For exactly the reasons that you just mentioned. Yep. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on World Cup before we move on? Um, we got some some more forward Madison related uh, news and things to discuss. Any other World Cup thoughts? We got a lot of big games coming up, so I'm sure we'll discuss them next time. Nah, I'm good. All right. So uh, some some news over the wire today because USL announced a lot of their um, contracts not being uh, renewed. USL championships specifically. What's that? Championships specifically. Yeah. League One yep. has not gone through that yet. Which, yeah. Uh, if if past things are to be looked at, um, past precedent is to be considered, I would expect some announcements about this from USL One in the next couple of days, if not tomorrow. Um, but... Today, news came across from Tampa Bay Rowdies and Monterey Bay FC that both Phil Breno and Jiro Briga Toyama have been released from their contracts uh, with those clubs. Um, you know, speaking personally, like Phil, Phil is a great guy who uh, is an incredible keeper. I think he'll probably land somewhere very soon. Is probably in the championship. Okay. He's that caliber of keeper in my mind. Um, Jiro, just come on back to the Isthmus. Uh, we'd love to have you back here in Madison, though. I think if you could get find a championship club that will give you a look and give you more minutes, man, you're at that level. Like, Jiro's at that level in my mind. Agreed. Yeah. It's all about the right manager. We all know that. It's all about finding someone who knows you and you fit their style. And Giro just needs to find that. Yeah. He's a yeah. fighter. Like, I mean, that that's very clear. He's like, doesn't take days off. And I think that that's like, you know, when I interviewed uh, Wheels earlier this season and he kind of said like the difference with level of players is generally habits like that. It's something that stuck with me. And he, Jiro's a guy that his habits, at least from what I've seen and from what stories other people tell of him, his habits are impeccable. Yeah. Um, so he deserves to definitely be playing at a high level, but if he lands back in Madison, for some reason, I, I will, uh, I will be fucking gleeful about that. Gleeful. And that doesn't yeah. happen often. No, so. no. <laughs> what do you guys make of the uh, Phil? How do you, I mean? Do you think Phil and, and Jiro are going to land somewhere in the championship landscape, or or maybe overseas somewhere? What do you What do you make of this? Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah. Um, personally, um, so in my eyes. Phil being let go is kind of a formality because he's technically um, uh, technically considered a contract with, with yeah. forward. Um, so I could see him returning. Uh, I could see him returning to uh, to the Rowdies. I'm looking at their uh, um, their announcement now. Um, it it mentions that uh, he has uh, along three other players uh, departed the Rowdies. After completing season-long loans from their parent clubs, 
Mm. Um, so this is in a, like in, a, a loan announcement, basically. Correct. Gotcha. Um, so and at the same time, that also mentions who we were talking about a little bit before uh, before the recording, CJ Cochran, uh, who was also on loan. Um, I could see uh, I could see him returning. Um, Ryko is already returning, um, but I guess it depends on how the team feels about that. Um, I wouldn't say it's likely. I do think that he lands somewhere in the championship, though. Um, mm-hmm. He did play previously in Charleston. Yep. And Charleston, from what I've been hearing, has been looking to spend money. Maybe he goes back. And, um, I, and I would say, arguably, he's he's improved since his Charleston days. Oh, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, as for Jiro, Jiro, come on home. We love you here. We know we'll we'll treat you right. Um, I think I think Jiro absolutely has what it takes at the championship level, but I don't think that he's gonna get much of a look after what happened this season. I just don't. Um, which is unfortunate because I think he deserves better. Uh but that's you know, that's sports. That's business. Yep. Um also I do want to point out um a couple other forward players, um, former forward players. Uh um Carter Manley is returning in San Antonio. So uh, that was announced a couple days ago. Um Aaron Malloy is back in Memphis for now. They'd be idiots if they don't take him. Right. And um Wyatt Omsberg uh got uh re-signed in Chicago for the fire. Um everyone else is pretty much at the league one level if they're still playing at all. So we're just kind of waiting and seeing what happens to everyone else. Yep. But yeah, I think you know, we can get Jiro back. Man. Jiro, come home, man. You know, we got we got uh we got some great food waiting for you. Shit. I'll, as a signing bonus, I'll throw in two whole chickens and April's leftovers. That'll be gone. Get, get him on the phone. Five. Get him on the phone. <laughs> Let's get Keith on the phone. Let's make this happen right now. Right now. What about you, Grant? What do you think? Um, I agree with Mitch. I think it's very possible that uh, Phil will return to Tampa Bay. And he and Ryko will kind of play yeah. to see. We'll dig it. We'll duke it out um, to see who gets the role. Um, I think Tampa Bay was very they're happy with Phil. I mean, and they should have been. He played great, especially down the stretch in the playoffs. He played great. Um, it, you know, so yeah. But he'll he'll land somewhere, whether it's Tampa Bay or Charleston or. You know, somewhere else in the championship, but Monterey, Monterey. Lord, yeah. Lord knows how many keepers they went through this year. Right, um, he'll find somewhere in the championship. But Jiro, uh, what's there to say? You know, other than you know, come on home, buddy. Come on, man. Um, we just need to like clip we'll, this, uh, we'll, this, Jiro, this we'll like little it. piece we'll, and just send, just we'll get put it in new, Jiro's we'll, inbox. Yeah, we'll we'll get you the new FKJ album, Jiro. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Done. You know. Um, we'll we bolster you. Yeah. We'll bolster your salary with the uh, Mitch butt cheek tattoo fund. Man. 
Yeah. I'll get um, him some I'll get him some meerkat merch on the house. Yeah. So, no, I, I think you know, I, much to what Mitch was saying, um, I just think at this point in his career, um, he's had, you know, probably one or two good runs, you know, and they were with us. And um I think just yeah, he might not get another shot or another look at another club. Um but which is really unfortunate because I think, like you said, he deserves it. But uh yeah, um come on back home. It's it's time, Jiro. It's time. Let's do it. How about you, Eric? You played with the guy for you know, two, three, three seasons. Three seasons. Yeah, I uh I think Giro has a extremely high caliber, like he's a high caliber player. I think that he can be a left back. I think he can be a converted, you know, he can play left wing back. I think his technical skill is probably the top five of every team he's on. I mean that in every position. Um, I think you know, the problem is is that adapting to a style that the coach wants of like not being able to just dribble, but to release a pass um, rather than take a guy on. We know Jiro and in this league, he would dice guys up by doing his little hook turn where you literally saw it coming, but it would still get you every single time. Like he Robin. Would... Yeah. Like Arian Robin, like, Oh, yeah. so he's going to drop his shoulder. Oh, just... he's going to cut inside. Like you, you know, it's going to happen. And I just think still destroys you. Exactly. And I just think at the next level, you know, maybe either that got red or dinner, yeah. the coach or the coach maybe put a, put a lock on his abilities to do that and be free. So that I just goes back to my, me saying like, he absolutely can play at the next level and I hope he doesn't give up. I just think it's goes back to like, man, you got to find the right manager who's willing to take a shot at you. I mean, it just right. take it to, and, and apply it to every, every single player. Like even for me as a center back, I'm, I'm not a center back. I'm usually a six, I'm, I'm five, eight and a half but you find a manager who, you know, was willing to play me in the center back and, you know, the rest is kind of in, in your rear view mirror. You, you got to find, yeah. I mean, it's like any job interview, right? Yeah, you got to find the right fit. Not, you know, they have to find the right fit for them. You got to find the right fit for you. Um, and maybe you'll learn that. Um, yeah. I think he'd be, you know, I, I think he'd be great as a winger in a three, four, three. Um, yeah. I, you know, Assuming Mikey leaves, which, you know, that has yet to be announced if that will happen or not. Um, but, you know, slot him in, you know, yeah. on that left side. Jared was that was left side, right? Yeah. That's yeah. No, he's Just slot, him, he's slot him in on that left side and let him work. Yep. You know, he will work. Yeah. What about what about Phil, Eric? I mean, you you were uh yeah, he's in front of him for season, roommates with Phil too, right? Yeah. Roommates a good good friends with him. Me and Phil are very I still stay in touch with him. Um I'm honestly I'm just glad to see him happy. Um, you know, I think his time in Madison was tough for him. Um, I think he went through a lot. And I and I think that for me, that decision um of whether he wants to play a championship, whatever, like that's not even, you know, I think he just needs to, you know, what what will make him happy. And if it's continuing to play soccer, then yeah, absolutely. I think he can be a starting goalkeeper for a championship team. 
However, I think that also relies on his confidence when he's confident and when he plays free and, you know, you know, stress-free as well. I think he is a top keeper, like you said, Andrew, um, when, you know, and I just, I hope he, he realizes that, that his stint at Tampa, like he is a, a great keeper. He is. Yeah. Uh, Whatever they it. were doing in Tampa. Um, I listened to his interview with, uh, um, with talking flock, um, they had it sounded like they had a uh, a psychologist on staff that he could talk to and man if that's what the difference was he can if he can find a team that'll just like let him have that yep. you know because certain guys need that there's nothing wrong with that if or, you need that to be better like or mitch yeah. give him three fucking idiots who want to swill beer and Talk absolutely nonsense in a bar on Tuesday nights. That's there's your. Well, that's, what, that's what Eric's got. That's what Eric's got. <laughs> no, yeah, he can't take that. What? Wait. <laughs> it's BS, man. Um, we'll have to we'll have to get pencil him in on a different date. Yeah, that's right. Right. Our, yeah, he's, he's got, we gotta find. We gotta find. Uh, we gotta find three replacements for him. Two when are booked. Yeah, PBRs with with Phil. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I think we're all kind of on the same page as far as those guys are concerned. We, we know they're going to land on their feet and they've still got some years ahead of them, uh, playing left and hope they, they land somewhere that's good for them. Um, let's talk a little bit about four Madison news, uh, and we can kind of round up things tonight. Um, so for Madison announced last week, late last week, that they had hired uh, Zane Heinzelman. That's a very uh, Germanic last name. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what the what the given name Zane comes from, uh, but Billy. Yeah, yeah, Billy Zane. He's named after <laughs> Billy Zane. It's probably accurate. Uh, <laughs> so. You say I say dumb shit. Come on. Hey, you know, I I owe, I owe you at least 75 of these. So. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I lob these dumb comments your way way more often. Uh but yeah, hired hired Zane Heiselman, who's who's going to be the first vice president and general manager of the club. Uh, he's going to work closely with Connor Kaloya, oversee the day-to-day operations and the business side of things, including corporate sales and ticketing function. Uh, so that's Jovan's new boss. Um, and he comes to Madison after spending the last nine years with the St. Paul Saints, uh, a AAA, the AAA minor league baseball affiliate of the Twins. And in his time with them, uh, he progressed his whole way through the company. I assume starting out, you know, the Cinderella story of a, a ticket taker or a, uh, you know, wh- what's a what's a, a mound groundskeeper, a mound, a, a mound raker, which yeah. sounds way more sexual than it should be. Oh, hey, yo, <laughs> um, or a bad boy. Yeah. I like Moundraker better. Uh, <laughs> but as he had nine years with them, he progressed his way through the company, 
up to serving as the VP and assistant GM in his last role. I mean, Mitch, why don't you weigh in on this? You know quite a bit about the St. Paul Saints. Um, what kind of hire is this for the club? Anyone who knows uh, minor league baseball at all knows that the St. Paul Saints are a paragon uh, of what to do in minor league baseball. One of the best run clubs in the country. Um, arguably better run than some major league teams. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic. Can't say enough about him. Um, the fact that Zane was working, uh, you know, working under that, it, working in that environment and from all accounts thrived. I can't, can't speak enough. You know, this is, this is I think this is going to be a fantastic hire. This is a fantastic hire. Like, and he's a soccer guy. Yep. You know, uh, yep. I mentioned it. I mentioned it in my tweet uh, when this was five days ago. Um, he played college soccer at St. John's University uh, oh, up in Minnesota. And uh, yeah, he played. Uh, Captain the team played all four years there. Wow. From what we heard, he wanted to he he wanted to come back into soccer. Yep. Like so, oh. he's a, he's a soccer guy, but he's also a sort of lower league sports guy in general. Sounds like a very very good fit for this organization. Uh, Grant, Mitch, did you meet him on Saturday? I did not meet him. No, Grant, I met him on Saturday. He's very yep. very like few sort of few words, but it was also a World Cup knockout game, sure. and it was what eight eight thirty in the morning. And it was also seemed, his, uh, his first public appearance as yeah, you right. know, as, as seemed VP very, the seemed team. very uh, like it is like he was taking a lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, drinking from the fire hose as it were. That guys, is Ford Madison? Can you blame him? Yeah, yeah. that's fair. We it's are not a cult. Club. We're a big fucking club, Eric. Come on. <laughs> You could put that on your resume forever, Eric, and and they'll be like, yeah. FMFC, yeah, big dick energy. <laughs> most appear most appearances for very big club, <laughs> forward Madison FC. Yeah, jeez, big fucking club. Yeah, <laughs> BFC. Um, any other thoughts on Zane's hire? I mean, obviously, look. I don't give a shit where, where people come from when they work for this club. They got to earn their stripes. Uh, so time will tell as to whether Zane is, uh, you know, sort of worth his salt uh, and other metaphors that I'm not going to beat into the ground today. But uh, he's got he's to prove himself at this club and, uh, you know, best of luck to him. We're, I think there, there are folks that are excited based on his pedigree. Um, but I'm, I'm excited that they're bringing in somebody who's sort of born and bred in the soccer space that understands lower league sports. Yeah, absolutely. I think it could be, good. Think it'd be big for the club for sure. Um, yeah. Outside of that, uh, we've we've heard some whispers, some rumors of some very big news coming from Fort Madison tomorrow morning. So keep your eyes peeled to their social media accounts. Um, we might try to have some sort of thing out, but given work schedules in the, in the late hour, uh, I'm not sure that we'll find it necessarily. 
yeah. I, I'm hearing I've been hearing uh, I've been hearing a few rumors that a uh, that a sort a uh, certain Portuguese player might be making a few appearances here on the isthmus. Interesting. We'll have to stay tuned to Cubs channels on that tomorrow. I uh, don't want to ruin their surprises if they have some planned. Um, but I would be watching the USL one space tomorrow, just in general. Um, <laughs> so Mitch, you're saying Ronaldo's going to be here. I'm not saying that I'm saying that. I'm also not saying that I'm not saying that. All um, I'm saying is <laughs> keep an eye out. You never know. Okay. I hear that he loves six-year-old turf. Ooh. Oh, so it's not Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um <laughs> outside of that, what have you guys been listening to lately? Mm. We can we can kind of go around the table and do a little bit of a a, a a music roundup and then call it a night. Grant's um, been listening to the sound of him, him himself crunching popcorn. <laughs> one, one Republic has a decent album I've kind of gotten into lately. Um, song I really like by them. It's called West Coast. Um, it's just a good vibe. Um, check it out. I promise you it won't disappoint. I, I've never been a massive fan of One Republic, but I can't say I don't like them. I, I like them. I like. I think they have good voices. Check it out. It's a good, smooth, hmm. catchy melody, but it's called West Coast. Interesting. One is called like West Coast. Yeah. Oh, That's what I've been listening to. Uh, this is Herbie Herb. Hancock's uh, Secrets. Wow. So I, I, uh, I put up something on my uh, my Instagram page, my story a couple of weeks ago. Um, maybe it was about a week ago. Um, a story that uh, he was telling about playing with Miles Davis, and that kind of got me uh, in the mood to listen to uh, Herbie Hancock. So that's what I've been doing. I've been nice. going through and listening to a bunch of uh, uh, Herbie Hancock stuff. I have a bunch of I have a bunch of his old stuff on on wax. Um, so I've been going through and listening to Thrust and. Headhunters, and now I'm on to uh, Secrets. Nice. And uh, we'll uh, keep going from there. So, Very cool. How about you, Mitch? Uh, I just got finished playing uh, the classic Dreamcast title, uh, Jet Set Radio. And that game has some bangers for music. Um, That had a a really good soundtrack. It's a classic soundtrack. Yeah. uh, It search on spotify uh hideki nagamuga uh or nagamura um it's got some fantastic stuff um but because of that i started uh digging some uh into so a genre that i kind of like listening to from time to time not terribly often but sometimes uh some old school hip-hop yeah. um so uh some dj jazzy jeff and the fresh yeah. prince you know some grandmaster flash sugar hill yeah. gang Mm-hmm. You know, run DMC is marquee. A little is bit of everything. A little bit of everything. I like that. You, know. <laughs> <laughs> you got what I need. <laughs> love it. I um, love Biz. Yeah. Um, 
rest in peace, Ms. Marquis. Um, I've been vibing some Stan Getz lately and um, not just Stan Getz, but just like general, like listening to more jazz in general lately, listening to some Louise Bonfa. Mm -hmm. Um, some some samba set, but honestly, uh, something that's kind of sort of recaptured my attention in general has been music that uh, involves saxophone. And uh, I've actually, I have, I, I'm going to link it in the posts after this, um, but I actually have a playlist that I made a little while ago and added a new track to it uh, recently, uh, a playlist that I compiled called serious sex uh and it is rock and roll songs that have saxophone featured somewhat prominently um so to give you you guys an idea of like what's actually in this playlist um is it just a hundred different tracks of baker street (laughs) you wish i do wish that's one of my top three songs of all time i do wish yeah so like I've got artists on here like Kleenex, Psychedelic Furs, The Damned, uh, Boomtown Rats, Morphine, The Vibrators, uh, Roxy Music. So like there's some classic stuff on here and some newer stuff too. Um, I'll post it in the links. It's a short and sweet playlist. Um, It's only 47 minutes long, but, you know, it gives you all of your sexual healing. Grant's shaking his fucking (laughs) <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah you owe me two for that one yeah <laughs> um yeah However, that's about it i do love saxophone so yeah i know you love sexy sex i'm a big fan of the sex yes so. <laughs> it sounded very juliet of you yeah big fan <laughs> of the sex big fan of the sex <laughs> Eric's like, you sound like my uncles. Yeah. <laughs> you said it, not me. You said yeah, well, it. Yeah, well, you know. Got any Baja Blast? <laughs> Chicken and maggots. Uh, anyway, we're going to call up for tonight. Um, <clears throat> Eric, have fun down in Florida. Hope- we'll hopefully see you very soon. Uh, next week, we'll have Matt Glazer on. So Eric might take a night off. Just so you know, doesn't have to be be on the show with the boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or we could make it like real. You know, we could. I don't know. I, <laughs> Everybody was me. kung fu fighting. I love this idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like it. Uh, until next time, like Grant always says, be easy. We'll see y'all next time. Cheers.